Well, here we are again, my friend. Yeah, going cool. I'm stuffing my face with chocolate. Going southbound. Going deep into uh, enemy, John Andrews country. Enemy territory. Yeah, yeah, bandit country right now. So here we are. We're um, we've just finished the, or you lot have just finished. The, the club has just finished the Acid Rain, the Age of Entitlement, as the thrash album of the fortnight. A fucking good one it was. What a choice! It was yeah. an absolute, really, really good comments, weren't there? Went yeah. down well. Can we, we say first of all that it wasn't? We know we always go, no, no number, random number generator threw that one out. This was not a random number generator. We. Uh, engineered it somewhat we did yeah we thought because it's such an important release certainly for uk thrash that we just thought it was too good a chance to for it to go by without hearing what people really thought about people were pretty excited about it coming out so we thought we'd seize the moment and take the opportunity who says that you know we won't do that again with like another certainly an american band or another important band that we think is releasing a uh, an important release we'll do the same i think Straight on with the comments then. Right, let's do it. We've got a lot to get through tonight. John Deary, comment of the fortnight. Thank you very much for everyone's comments. Yeah, let's hear it. Funny enough, the age of entitlement has been blasting my eardrums constantly for most of last week. I'm an old school Acid Rain fan and have seen them numerous times and they've never failed to amuse, excite and astonish me with both their records and live performances. This album is probably the first album this year that I've truly been excited about being released. From start to finish, it doesn't disappoint. In fact, I'd give it 11 out of 10 in the upcoming vote if I could. <laughs> it's damn near perfection in every way possible. In case you're wondering, I quite like it. Yeah, can you confirm whether you like it? I, I think yeah, John yeah. quite likes it. Yeah, so he got a comment of the fortnight yeah. and he chose, I think it was Hardship, wasn't it? Yes, it was banging. That's my favourite. He went for hardship for the. It made it obviously straight up to near the very top of the uh, Thrash Hall of Fame, didn't he? It was yeah. pretty close. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was point zero point zero uh, point zero one behind Eternal Nightmare by Violence. So that shows you the sort of company that album is keeping now. And the first band to have two. Well, they are the first band to have yeah. two albums featured anyway, aren't they? So yeah. Well, we, we, well, we did kill them all and. And ride lightning, but as we've said before, Kill 'em All was way back before the kind of club really got yeah, going. There two people that voted on that, and both of them are sitting in this car, mate. So I think we both gave it an eight, didn't we? So I think it averages, we did, yeah. do the maths, oh, it averaged an eight. <laughs> brilliant. Darren Rob, I fucking love it. It's the best piece of work they've ever done, although I'm aware this is a rebooted acid rate. The sound is much fuller, more mature, better produced, and harder hitting. There's no filler here, just a fantastic album. I reckon it's the thrash metal album of the year, one of the strongest releases in general. It's been a long time coming, but good on, good on them. It's a fucking belter. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely wholehearted, no filler. I think every track they are has a potential to be played live. And uh, you know, and it proved when we were going across the group, everyone was pretty much saying. Oh, this is my favourite song. Oh, of course, if you're Neil Bolt, you know, if your song's your favourite song, and there's ten different ways of saying that, but everyone pretty much mentioned every single song off the album as being one of their top two or three songs on the album. And I just think that shows the quality of the uh, of the songs on there. So, yeah, totally agree. No filler. All killer, no filler. Well, like H, H41 once said. I said before as well, 
in various interviews that we've probably heard that you know how bands can say oh yeah we had two albums worth of material when we went to a studio you know maybe because the fact that all these songs are so so strong in individually is yeah. because they had the 10 11 yeah. what was it 10 songs 10 songs yeah and that was it you know yeah. so they were just punchy straight down they were the songs they were going to do and they nailed them absolutely nailed them yeah and you know and the preparation that they had you know we've heard how uh, jason lewis said mark um was uh, paul sorry was so so prepared yeah, yeah in the studio and he just nailed his part bang 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 he was just so so good that's impressive isn't it? yeah it was a great interview it really was so yeah um, yeah, yeah that was out of the patreon one wasn't it yeah so get on the patreon if you want to hear that <laughs> again unpaid interns for h's podcast Stig Malkin, outstanding, 100%. Everything I'd hoped it would be and more. My new favourite Fresh album, as it says on the tin. Wow. And he had a picture. Oh, hang on, yeah, nice photo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a picture of Stig and his son, I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah, Harry. Harry is his son. Yes. And he's got his uh, patch on his denim already. I did ask about the patch and it's on the, on the denim as well, because it was in the first 250 get a patch. They're pretty cool, the colours, aren't they? Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. And John Brack, it took a couple of listens at work, and now it's on the playlist with all my favourite band's albums. I agree with the punk groove and high-end recording. Cracking stuff, and the staff will be hearing it a few more times at work (laughs) the morning. Uh, A far better advert for British Thrash than Zentrix's two-track album, Ha Ha Ha. Yeah. Oh, that's sneaked in. Hang on a minute. That's a banger. As I well. think uh, someone else also mentioned that, and I'm not, we're certainly not going to diss other band stuff, but, but someone yeah, did yeah, mention the, did, yeah. the, the Zentrix and, you know, the just couldn't quite get on with it because of the kind of vocals singing over just some very, very good thrash, but just wasn't for them. That's fair enough. Yeah, this, this one's definitely more upbeat than the uh, Zentrix album. Definitely. Kev Easton. It's excellent. Prime vintage thrash in the mould of 86, 87, but with a massive modern production job. Sounds wonderful, and we'll be right up near the end of year album of the year list for sure. Wow. That's what it, all, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's what it seems to be. It's, it, they've hit it at the right time yeah. in terms of everyone's talking about it. You know, maybe another month later would have been absolutely perfect, but the fact that it's a, such a strong album, yeah. people are still going to be talking about it. Definitely. Definitely, and just right for the tour and everything coming out around about that time. And yeah. with Andy Pilkington here, I'm not going to say, well, actually, I'll, I'm, it's quite it, a long one. It's quite it, a yeah. long one, but it's pretty, pretty good. I'm lucky enough to have spent some time with this album from demo through to final product, and for me, it's as close as perfect as it could have been. It's a tough job living up to the expectation of fans, especially when those fans are used to having their too high expectations disappointed time and time again but this album is up to the toughest interrogation. As an ex-reviewer, I don't like comparisons, but for me, there's needed, but for me, they're needed for me to compliment the album. This for me is the album Anthrax never wrote, the one where they went back to their roots and nailed it, and Anthrax are his favorite band. There's a huge selection box of influences from Anthrax, Justice Era, Metallica, Strongest Era, M.O.D., Testament and Exodus, all with a punk hardcore edge. H's vocals are far superior to anything he's done before, and I think with huge respect to those who have gone before, who I also love with passion, that the current Acid Rain lineup is its best one too. Definitely agree with that, and that's nothing to say. See, I was recently texting someone, because uh, it was right about, about the Motorhead um, Hall of Fame, and they're saying um, 
he was saying, oh, the classic lineup's my favourite. But that's that's fine, but it wasn't the best lineup. The best lineup was the last one with uh, Mickey D and Phil Campbell. But everyone harks back to the classic lineup. And I think Acid Rain have, may have that problem where people hark back and go, oh, yeah, well, all the classic Acid Rain lineups and all the. They were the best ones, but actually, no, they weren't. As far as musicianship, these guys are fucking brilliant, aren't they? And H has done a good job assembling them for their uh, for the individual parts that they play collectively. They just they they knock the original band for six, I think. So you saw Acid Rain at the Marquee Show, didn't you? I did, Back yeah, the last the last one. Had yeah. you seen them recently? Yeah. I mean, the last show was obviously legendary, but you yeah. know, in terms of tightness and. You know, oh yeah, no, com- no, yeah, no comparison. Yeah, no comparison. I mean, I, I think as far as if you start with the drumming, like I think the drummer from the old Acid Rain didn't struggle with it, but you could see he was playing right on the fringe of his ability and speed and everything. Mark Jackson just seems to have time to spare. You know what I mean? He's playing the fastest thing ever, and it's all like Jesus Christ, he's doing it effortlessly. And I think that's kind of like the difference between uh, between the two lineups for me, anyway. That they were really pushing their ability in the, the classic lineup, whereas this other lineup, I think they, they've surpassed that and there's still more to come. So, I think that's the difference. My piece of hell stands out purely because of the catchiest motherfucker I've heard in years. And for me, it represents a man I know and love in Howard in so many ways. That's uh, as Andy turned that, not me. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. You are reading from the comments. Yeah. Good. I love you, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> It's a solid 10 from me. It's the best album in years, any genre. And that, I mean, Andy knows what he's talking about, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. we're all music fans anyway, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, he, 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 like he said, he's been there from the start, from the demo in, uh, right through yeah. to the fruition. Yeah. And he's been, you know, hearing bits and pieces, as, as he probably would, because he's a very good friend of uh, friend of H. And it must be a very privileged position to be in, to be able to have heard that, to sit yeah. on it and, you know, yeah. not bleat yeah. on about it. But, yeah, um, definitely know what's coming. Yeah, definitely. Moving on, Neil Bolton. I'm going to echo Neil Brannigan Fuller here, which Neil Brannigan Fuller basically, um, yeah. He'd done a review for, uh, for UK Thrashes, didn't he, Neil Brannigan Fuller? So, which was great, it was a great read, but wacky great long one, so. Neil Bolton, yeah, I will say it all because it, it's quite a, it, well, it's a very good review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he starts off with, um, Uh, <laughs> it's, yes, it starts off with that. <laughs> what a ballsy way to start a long-awaited album. With an instrumental, what a fantastic little tune it is. I'm showing straight away the quality from the musicians in this band, making this my favourite tune on the album. Remember yeah, that, favourite tune favorite on the album? Tune, like many, remember, many a member of the group, I was nervous and excited about the new Acid Rain album. And then this immediate thrash classic landed, the new low, making us a little less nervous and even more excited making this my favourite track on the album. There you go, good, good. New Age Narcissist. Bloody hell, what a riff. Soon matched with awesome drums. Oh, we're off now. As this track is my favourite track on the album, <laughs> it sticks in my head. Good. I find myself humming this riff while listening to the other band song, other band songs. My piece of hell. H's lyrics came spitting out of the speakers leading up to a fast sing-along chorus. And who doesn't love a good sing-along? Making this my favourite track. Bag, yeah. Blood Makes Noise, excellent cover version, and not the obvious choice either. Acid Rain certainly do make this their own. 
something always important with a cover version. Looking forward to a live version, as this is my favourite track on the album. Yes, of course. And he, he continues all the way through, and, and uh, they are all his favourite. Yeah. yeah, and I think he also done something similar along the line. I think it was the prong review as well that he uh, he went through and pretty much. Every single song was his favourite song. Yeah, he's got a lot of favourite songs. He, uh, he does say, a, and just a nod to the cover artwork, I love it. And if it was possible, I would like to call this my favourite track as well. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the yeah, cover yeah, yeah, go on then, go on then, yeah. Well, we'll give you that, yeah. So, um, yeah, that really, really good review. I mean, it just sums up, he hasn't got a bad word to say about it. And a lot of, you know, overwhelmingly, the comments are all positive for this one. Yeah, there was a few few that wasn't just for not just for me type thing was yeah, it yeah there was a few um, I mean there was one that and I always think it's really you know because the tide was shifting greatly towards this is a great album I really enjoy it and I think some people are like oh god you know, you know this is going against the tide but a couple of guys did and I think it's really important for the club and really good for those guys that they did they didn't get hounded either which is even more important I mean everybody's up for their own you know for opinions and stuff like that and um, I think I forget I forget which member it was now because there was only a couple of things on later. The uh, I did I did put him in. He did want to say, but I, I do like the classic albums. I do like the uh, the, the earlier stuff. I just not up for this one at the moment. And I think that's fair enough. Do you know what I mean? It, it is different. So if you think you're going to get obnoxious, you know, written again, you ain't that. It's no, no, no. Not. Gareth Pugh. 29 years in waiting and it's been totally worth it. I thought the two comeback tracks, Planet of the Damned and The Man Who Became Himself, were solid but unspectacular. This is a completely different ball game. When I heard the new low, it was so good, I was just a bit worried they'd put out the best song. I needn't have worried. This is such a brilliant album. For me, it's like a modern The Fear and was such an underrated album in its own way and its own time. This is even better. The wacky, almost childish humour has been replaced with a knowing satire. H's lyrics are best yet, and his vocals easily his best performance. The wrists are so good, with hooks and melodies, and there's not a weak track among them. I'm not usually a fan of cover versions, unless they're taking something a bit different and making it metal. Blood Makes Noise is a perfect example. I'm surprised at how mature some of the material sounds. Although there's loads of riffs, fast and slow, there's lots of cool melodies and quirky intros, and some very strong instrumental pieces. The whole thing is nigh on perfect. My only real compliment is there's not enough of it. I can't wait for the tour. Of all the bands I've seen, I've never seen the rain. Hopefully that will be rectified soon. The band should be extremely proud of this album. It's a fucking masterpiece. Masterpiece. That's a nine point nine out of ten. AD nine point nine. And you picked him up. And I what did. would it take to get the? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what would get the other point one to, yeah. to make it a ten. But um, I suppose you'll have something in the locker, and just in case there is a better album. But yeah, it's uh, again just uh, a great review. Uh, Gareth always does a great review, and just the enthusiasm coming through from the, from the, uh, the tracks and, and the album is. Yeah, really solid and he picked up on there and said there's not enough of it is it a case that if they had said right, let's whack another couple of tunes let's make it up to an hour um, would that have diluted the quality well look at Hardwired yeah you know, everyone yeah. talks about the first first side an absolute right, cracker of it and a few songs on side too isn't there yeah. but it just seems to go on forever and maybe that's yeah. the case why you know 
even though everyone's waiting for that record for 29 years you know they've just hit it at the exact yeah. you know it's a yeah. short sharp blast of yeah it's just it's catchy it's heavy it's aggressive it's tuneful it's melodies there's hooks it's and, and like he says there about h's vocal he, he hasn't sounded better than it he's in my eyes never this is better than he's ever sounded getting a tongue tied there what, what do you mean he's uh... he's never sounded as good as he is now oh definitely not no, yeah, no, I think it's... this is his best vocal performance by a country mile yeah. yeah and I was a big you know obnoxious to me I've bleated on about it before one of my favourite albums yeah and one of the big parts of that was the vocals because at the time a bit like you know we said about Sean Killian yeah. it was something very very different yeah. I don't know H has talked about you know his admiration for, for Sean Killian but of the vocalists out there that were doing something different it certainly added an extra dimension hearing obnoxious and hearing that vocal that kind of almost like shouty kind of yeah, yeah, tuneful yeah. singing it was it was something very different to what other fresh bands were were doing and it and they were british yeah and that, there was a but leading on the delivery the vocal delivery on this is it is very very strong now whether yeah, that's absolutely you know, i just think of that uh like hardship is my favorite song that that roar at the end of hardship is fucking brilliant I, you know what I was saying? I was thinking, fucking hell, it's like Maynard's fucking tall here. What's going on? You know, it really was. I thought, fucking hell, this is brilliant. And uh, yeah, vocal is, you know, it's uh, totally eclipses anything he's done before. It's really. Uh, and it's the more really you cool. hear it, the more little bits of. Obviously, the more you hear a re- an album, you do get to, you know, little bits going on here and there. Yeah. But there's so many little bits of vocals that you hear it each time that you don't hear the time before you're like yeah. what, what happened there and, and it's you know I know it's, but that's what makes listening to music so great because uh, yeah, there's yeah. always something if it's a good album you're always going to hear something and it surprises you and it's it's just fantastic yeah definitely, definitely. you don't have to work hard for this album this is uh, it comes to you I keep thinking if we um, are, are we still on Acid Rain on the uh, album of the Fortnite Club? And I'm thinking, no, we're on Carnivore now. Carnivore you know? now, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like because I'm still listening to it so, yeah, reg- yeah, so yeah. regularly. And that I normally... is the trouble with that. I guess that's a new album, isn't it? Because you haven't all the other albums. If you really like them, you've kind of listened to them before and you've got everything you can out of them. Yeah. Maybe. Whereas this one, it's still still new, isn't it? So just had my this is Paul French. Just had my first listen. Regrettably, I have to say at this moment, highly disappointed forgettable cookie cutter tracks the last has some the last track has some promise and i really don't like the production on the vocals there you go it's not to everyone's is it no clearly no vocals are like we say always say are a make or break but um i, I was thinking oh, what that meant until the patreon um, uh interview yeah where, where he said about cooking which is basically I don't know if you know what they are. I, I, I can never guess. Well, my understanding. Well, no, I know what my understanding is. Oh, yeah. Well, my, uh, go on. You no, no. If you... <laughs> no, I, I thought it's sort of like, you know, if you get a verse or a chorus that are identical to one another, and um, you, you, you basically copy and paste the first chorus and make it the second chorus as well. Is that right? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> see how technical I am. But yeah, so you'll kind of yeah, we'll have that and we'll put that there, one there because that's, yeah. that's a bloody good. Time, well, I suppose yeah. it would. I mean, my, my understanding would, would be a bit similar. A cookie yeah. cutter. Every time you cut a, a cookie out of the dough, it's, the it's exactly the same. Oh, and okay. it's like you know, like 
old Dave Bly vocals in Lamb of God. You know, yeah, they're yeah. always the same. It's just a, a very generic style of, you know, death metal kind of cookie cutter vocals. Okay. It's just like that standard, no originality, nothing unique, nothing individual. You know, that, that, that's my understanding. Well, don't say probably, old uh, fucking Randy off, mate. You know, what's his name, Dave? Dave Bly, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll be back. Okay, yeah. Gotta be honest, it doesn't really grab me. I'm a massive fan of early Acid Rain with their quirky timings, but this just seemed a bit generic to me. Didn't sound like Acid Rain. Sorry. That's fair enough. No, I'll be back. That's a, a great... Uh... Although there are lots and lots of quirky timings going on on this. There's loads of tempo changes. Yeah. But yeah, John again, Andrews... Yeah. John Andrews is next, but hadn't we better just uh, that one? Yeah, have, you, can, you can explain it. Have a little pause, and I think we might need to give John Andrews a call, haven't we? Uh, yes, we're coming up to returning on this uh, particular motorway, so. Well, we made it here. Yes, we, here we actually are. say we were coming down, so. So, a big welcome to John Andrews and Kat. We are, we are uh, in their residence down in. Um, down on the south coast and it's a yeah. uh, it's really good to like we said a long time ago we wanted to meet up with as many members logistically as we could yeah for the podcast and it's really fitting that we've got john and cat here for the acid rain fortnight special because john and cat are pretty sixth and seventh big. members of the band how <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> I thought Jace Lewis is the sixth member anyway. So maybe seventh and eighth. Yeah, seventh and eighth. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. We'll keep it at that. So on the way down, we summarised some of the comments, um, the members' comments, but we purposely left John's out. Can you remember what he said? Oh. Or if you summarised it now, would it be similar to what you said? It, it, it probably said something around that it was everything I hoped it would be, that I was probably a little bit worried after he played me one of the tracks, which he later admitted wasn't a good introduction to the album, Can and you? it probably is... And a track that you need to listen to a few times. Can I can't you, remember what track can you, it was. You can't remember what it no, was? No, I can't, no. Because okay. I listen to them all now and just go, well, I, I love all these yeah. songs. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'd expect it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, so you mentioned that, and then you, you said about uh, your favourite track is Within the Woods. Yeah. Being a massive Evil Dead fan, this track really resonates. Who said the album is dead? Listening to this from start to end, it's such a pleasure. And it is, it's a it's a real album, isn't it? You know, Absolutely, yeah. I you, mean, in, in, a, in a time where... Lots of bands are just releasing just singles, mm, you know, mm. to release an album and, and it, it's be a thing that is better as a complete work than just yeah. individual tracks. Yeah. Although, although when obviously when the new low came out, it was straight away like this is a single. This does yeah. sit on its own, yeah. and and it was such a good introduction to the album coming out. I think. Yeah. It's definitely the most sort of um, commercially acceptable mm. song. Yeah. I'm All the others, I'm thinking, where if they didn't have new low, what would they release as a single? Couldn't release Blood Makes Noise because oh, that's shit. Um, well, did you I don't know? think that's I don't think that's commercially accepted. It's slow and heavy, isn't it? It's, it's got a pretty hooks, representative of acid. So, so you've not seen Pat Patron today then? You've never seen? Uh, They've uh, made the video for it, haven't they? Yeah. Blood Makes Noise. So, are we allowed to talk to see that? <laughs> yeah, we're just not allowed to share it, which we won't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which, which was clearly done at the same time as the the last oh, single as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they had the the lights on or off, and rather than that black thing, it's just. Oh, okay. The, the room, sort of thing. But, if you, but it's cool, it's just them having fun. And yeah, because it's like a you know, cover, isn't it? Punked yeah. up, thrashed up for cover. But without that, what is the. There's no obvious single, I don't think. And New Age of Narcissus then, I'll throw yeah, that in there. Yeah, I, I think, think, I think, I think so, yeah. yeah. I'd see that. Yeah. Do you think that's single too? I yeah, think that's I'd a bit of so. a. 
you kind of wait to see where it goes, don't you? You think, ah, oh, now we're here, and it's sort of like four minutes in. I like it. I think it's. Well, like we said earlier, I think we said on the way up here, the live, live, all of the songs off this album, they all seem to work. And we had that at the um, Boston Music Rooms. Oh, yeah. They played a lot of these songs. Oh, and, don't rub it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> didn't we, Cat? Cat's seen that yeah. more than me. But all the all, all of the songs seemed that, that, that they played, that there was a hell of a lot of this album. They all seemed to be live material. That, that go down oh, yeah, well. Definitely so, did you see Acid Rain back in the day, John? I didn't know. Okay, Carl was saying that these songs seem to stand a lot. Well, what was it you said? Well, I, I, I said that the, the band members uh, have surpassed the old yeah. the old lineup. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, a lot, they, and they seem to have been able to uh, not only surpass them, they can go a lot further. I think the old band, even to a degree, H himself was kind of on the limit of his ability at that point. Whereas this band just seemed they could they could go on forever really. Do well, that's they seem to be pushing each other on. I mean, the yeah. H's, H's vocals are better than ever. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's the best performance by far. Yeah, and that's got to be testament to the fact that he's got other good musicians that, that yeah. pushing each other on. And Jace, obviously in the studio, didn't yeah, yeah. He? who's a, a vocalist himself. Yeah, I'm sorry. What band was he? His son bands. Yeah. Jace Lewis. Is it? Yeah, yeah. What's that like? The, is it fresh? Industrial, it's industrial kind of, rock. Yeah. 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 Uh, very good and you oh, yeah, yeah yeah I've got I've got the CDs yeah. Yeah. oh have you oh okay I didn't know that. So, yeah. yeah I I like it it's good I mean I I started listening to him because he was on Amplified last year and I was uh, checking out and yeah. I actually went oh this is really good I like this yeah yeah okay. it was big in India there's a there's a documentary on oh, really? <laughs> YouTube That's not a joke. <laughs> Jace Lewis big in India <laughs> That's awesome That's brilliant. But someone like him that's also, he's a performer, but also, you know, works yeah. producing yeah. as well. He's worked with a lot of musicians kind of from behind the desk wise as well. So mm. he kind of, and um, he probably gets to see a hell of a lot more than your average musician would because he's seeing it from the other side as well. And yeah, I think yeah. he was probably able to bring so, obviously he's a producer, he's probably able to bring so much more to the table with the, the album. Yeah, yeah. got a lot out of him, didn't he? Yeah. Being a producer and a performer as well. But it really sounds like he went above and beyond as well. Um, you know, he, he wasn't on the clock sort of thing. He had he had to get it right yeah, from, from the sounds of things. Yeah. So it wasn't a case of right. This is what you paid for. This is what you get. This, yeah. you know, yeah. this is going to be. He was invested in it, wasn't he? Yeah, very so, much so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, yeah, John went on to say, yeah, "Be interested to hear what members from across the pond and other countries think." Yeah, we still haven't really. No, I did. Not really, I did. Um, Leave a comment for Scotty, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think Scotty normally li listens to the podcast. Yeah, so, you know, cheers, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which happens. Yeah, um, but it would be interesting to know because we're, we're obviously the whole of the group is very. You know, we we like our, our British thrash, don't we? Yeah, yeah. especially Acid Rain. They've always been one of my favourite bands. Definitely, yeah. And a lot, it's obvious a lot of people in the in the group's favourite. So, you know, obviously everyone hasn't been disappointed, but. Are we seeing things through acid rain tinted spectacles? Maybe I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. I think not with this album. Stands I don't up. Think. Stands up. This uh, this one is definitely stands up. Yeah, I think if people were looking back at uh, Moschenstein, they may go, mm, "This sounds like a you know back in the day kind of rough crossover band almost." You know, but I think this one is uh, produced so well, and I can't see how. I think. This is it would go down well in America. It's not that English quirkiness, mm. but it has got that sort of American tinge to it. It's a bit of metallic. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, Paul's, Paul's very yeah, Metallica, yeah. so there's, there's that influence in there, but there's a lot of Anthrax in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting, a lot of people are saying that the, the punk element is... Because that was always there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's yeah. people yeah. coming out yeah. of the woodpack going, oh, yeah, it's very punky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a dream. Yeah, that's always been there, <laughs> definitely. But this... Yeah. Go on, mate. Just uh, as we've got my piece of hell on, that, that vocal delivery there where he said... Uh, Oh, I can't remember the lyric, but it's just H singing. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, is that what H is coming for? When uh, if and it's, Bella Donna talking about the punky, he's going to slip in there and go, oh, I'll do some He was talking about that kind of punky thing there, John. And I think that, you know, he's, he's being able to kind of just do that kind of the, the vocal, the singing, and mm. then going yeah. back into the more aggressive kind of almost like shouting stuff. Mm. It really works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that'd be the... Like, yeah. I think that's a bit like Jello Biafra from... Sort of like dead Kennedy, sort of, yeah. that kind of flow that he's got. But there you go. There you go. What are we going to, where are we going next? Well, that was it for John. So yeah, uh, unless you've got John. your favourite song, is it still within the woods? It is. Yeah, yeah. I just, um, especially the opening bit where you know they've got the little excerpts from the film. You know, I just get that's gets yeah, I me. Wonder, it's just... I wondered how that would translate when they did it live, though, and whether that would really miss be missing, but. It was cool. Yeah, really good. Do they have the the extracts from the film? No, I think that's going to be a song that they do often. I'm hoping so because I haven't seen it. Mm. <laughs> we have. <Fantastic>. We? <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, what's your favourite song, Kat? Probably New Age Love, Narcissist, or yeah, the I mean, New Low. I really do like the New Low. Yeah. yeah, I think you voted for the New Low, didn't you? Mm. In the uh, flash photo. Yeah, and then it went. <laughs> it was quite close though, wasn't it? Within the yeah. woods and hardship, was yeah. it? Yeah, they're my two favourites of the album. Hardship, I said about Metallica, I think hardship mm. sounds like it could have been on Justice for them. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, about three minutes in, there's yeah. just that shift yeah. in there that's just like, whoa, it's uh, yeah, genius. So that's all good. Okay, so we're moving on. We've, uh, we're, we're in the comfort of John's living room and in Grind We Trust, we've got the Obscene Extreme Festival playing on the rather large telly here and there's people throwing donuts. <laughs> yeah, see, it's a really confusing scene, isn't it? Because there's bubbles, there's... Baywatch. The Baywatch going on. <laughs> there's uh, inflatables aplenty. There's lots of colour. And it... Like I said, I think I said to you... Lots of times when you're out there, because you, you guys went at the weekend for it, didn't you? It was like you'd slipped into some weird parallel universe where none of the rules apply. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, that is what it's like. It's everyone just seems to just forget about any other life they have and just slip into it. Oh, yeah, um, where, where beers cost £1.50. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, there's weeds, like, just... People with weed just walking past in like five litre containers of weed, and uh, you know, it doesn't no security. The only security you have there is um, so that you don't get too many people on the stage at the Health same time. Safety is not a thing. So, of all the festivals that you and Kat go to, here we go. It's, uh... yeah, it's about to kick off, isn't it? So, who's this? This gut this slick, is, is it? Gutterlax. They sort of they sing about poo. Good. And there you go, you've got it's some a good old... pit action though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's lively, yeah. 
So of all the all the festivals that you and Kat go to, um, this, what is it that appeals you to go abroad to like, Central Europe to really? I mean, that? you know, I, I do like extreme bands. I like I like the idea of discovering new bands that I hadn't thought of listening to. Um, most of the bands I saw at OEF this year, they were like, "Who's this then?" and a lot of them impressed me, and a lot of them are completely different to anything I've ever listened to. You know, for example, Mr. Marcus, who plays death metal on a cello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did see that. I think you put a video up. Yeah, that's right. right yeah. So yeah. Big, so, yeah. big guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big guy. I mean, it's just, it's just a bizarre. I mean, straight away when we came back, we said we'll we'll go to this one again. <laughs> and you've already booked tickets. All booked tickets and flights. And the um, tickets cheap. I mean, sixty-five, sixty-nine euros for next year from Wednesday till Saturday. Wednesday till Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, uh, so obviously, yeah. other than the, the just general kind of madness going on that we're we're able to see, what is it that's different to this festival that, than the likes of Bloodstock and the downloads? Obviously, the size, but you know, just in atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of the festivals have growing atmospheres. This one just seems to be the most chilled out, no rules festival I've I've, I've been to certainly. You know. And, I mean, there's a bloke, just so people, there's a bloke in a green mankini standing on stage um, with other people, and he just looks normal with yeah, everyone no, else. You know, if he was at Bloodstock, you'd be like, look at him. Yeah, he's, he's, just, he, he's the keeper, isn't he? Yeah, that one. Yeah, no, it's, uh, so how many people is it? So, is it 5,000 or so, I think? I mean, they, they, they say that they'll never put a limit on the amount of people that can go to it, which... I suppose by the health and safety standards in the Czech Republic might be the case, but it's not that big a festival site. It's a, it's an old outside prison, uh, prison uh, cinema. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that they they use. So it's got seating. Yeah, I mean yeah. you had sort of like pictures from mm. seats and stuff. Mm. Again, where have you gone? <laughs> <laughs> what has happened? Bizarre, but amazing. And because uh, it was so hot this year as well, they've got a bit on the top of the hill with like a gazebo on it, and a lot of the crusties, especially, they've probably been up all night. I just oh, like sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the other thing. A lot of the crusties that go to it fairly certainly don't take any camping equipment or anything. They just sort of stay up until they can't stay up any longer. You'll be walking along. We're like, oh, there's that that guy we were speaking to the other day, and he's just lying there sleeping beside the path. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! That's brilliant. But you get some, you get some big bands. Yeah, cannibal courts for them. Yeah, municipal waste. Um, municipal waste. Um, and and big bands within the scene. I mean, a band like Repulsion, who are, you know, legends of the grindcore yeah, scene. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. some would say the the first grindcore band. Um, they and, were on and this who's year. Who's there this year? It's just so, fantastic, isn't it? Um, so Onslaught are on this year, Onslaught. interestingly. Uh, who else? Tankard, was it? Tankard, yeah. yeah that's going to be interesting, having Tankard. Absolutely going to go off. Yeah, and the Pig, Pig Destroyer just got announced. Pig Destroyer, really? yeah. <laughs> I like Pig Destroyer. That's going to be So that's going to be... But as I say, it'll be a lot of the, the bands that I haven't heard of that will be the surprises. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Like Stillbirth this year was like, whoa, what's going on? That's good. And one stage... Just yeah. one stage, yeah. One stage. And goes on, starts at like... Yeah, I mean... 10, 10.30. 10 10.30, yeah. and then finishes... 5, 6. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, that's, that's why we're getting um, accommodation this time, because 
last year. Because we're old. We're, we're old. Like we're lying. We we we're in the VIP camp as well, so it was the closest to the stage, and we just didn't get any sleep. That was not such VIP. <laughs> no. uh... I think VIP just meant you don't get a stuff stolen, which is which oh, is okay. cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. They've got that people helps. sort of security around it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, you obviously enjoyed Obscene Extreme. Uh, what other gigs have you been to? Almost like a, a top three or five fairly impromptu kind of your gigs of the year that you've up till now that you may have... Uh... Acid Rain. <laughs> Cats was Acid Rain. Um, we won't count that one, actually. No. <laughs> Cradle of Field, could that be up there? No. No, I mean, that was, that was, me. it was a good spectacle. You know, they're not one of my favourite bands. I'm really pleased to saw it. It was really cool. Um, I think what the gigs we've been at so many this year. I've been very lucky. Um, where was that one we went to where you were, where we met up at Camden? That was last year. That was Acid Rain. That was right. Yeah, December, wasn't it? Yeah. That's what I mean in terms of this year. I can't think of um, Wine Fight was this year. That was a, that was a beautiful gig. Oh, down, down in Southampton, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that was a, that was a beautiful gig. Mm-hmm. And you going to Voivod in Gore? Is it Gore? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Is that anywhere? Is that London? That's... There's, there's nothing close. There's nothing closer. Than I mean, we, we we tend to go most of our gigs at the weekend, so that's yeah. it's it's where where we can get to them at the weekend. So. Mm. Ingested at Southampton, maybe. Jester was very great. Really good, yeah. And they had awesome supports as well. Well, that big German dude, what was their band called? Um, I can't remember. No, that wasn't them. That was the. Was that not Rings of Saturn? That was a cool gig. Oh, yeah, that was good. Rings of Saturn with um, your favourite ne- Necrogopicon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. See you later, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, what's the name of that band? That's not the short story. Can you remember? Can you do that? Uh, oh, they just called no, no, Zagleb. Just Zagleb. Zagleb is the short and short and person. I just remember at the end, nuns impregnated on, by a yeah by a priest in the graveyard. So, so the singer and Zagleb, the singer on Volvodinia. So again, Volvodinia are a very big band in this scene. Okay. They're from South Africa. So we're looking at a band with a red sock on. Yeah, I don't know this one. This is obviously early in the day because there's not many people yeah, watching them. Yeah, it's daylight. They're all a bit leery eyed, aren't they? So before we go on to the uh, little quick fire round, yeah. any bands that Cat and John you think members should check out that they might not know, especially from this scene? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to extreme music like this, still bar for one of the best bands I in this genre. Uh, Zagleb again, they're very, very good at what they do. Belvedere. Zytotoxin. Zytotoxin are cool. Zytotoxin. Zytotoxin. Cool. But I know a lot of people aren't into yeah, those extreme bands. Same. I mean, the Red Method are still one of one of the up- oh, yeah, upcoming yeah. bands that I, I really enjoy. Frontline yeah. reporter. I mean, that's yeah, that's not, it's not flash. It's not extreme brutal music either. It's very much. Uh, it's hard to describe. Even. Yeah, it's got a bit. That's it's got a bit of everything. Really good though, because they are very much across. You couldn't pigeonhole them into a particular genre. I don't think. I'm sure they have got something that they called, but... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. which doesn't really matter to me. I mean, it's... No. Um, so we've just discovered they're playing in Reading. So oh, okay. Face Barmageddon got yeah. cancelled. I don't know if that's okay. a topic of conversation, actually. Who, sorry? Face Barmageddon yeah. got oh, okay. cancelled as, as a festival. Oh, OK. And this is another case of where the festival organisers 
decided to cancel it and let down the patrons and mm. doesn't seem to really care that actually that's putting the patrons out and uh, they might yeah, lose money yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, they do care, but... Yeah, I know, but it's, it's a bit much, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. a bit much. Yeah. You know, and it, it's... With things like that, it's now getting to the stage that are, are people going to be willing to put money into new festivals? It's going to put a gamble now, isn't it? If now it's a gamble that you might lose money, especially if you're booking accommodation and transport and things like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it certainly certainly made us think, you know, do we want to leave things to the last minute? And That's the whole point, isn't it? If you can't get the advance sales, that's the kind of thing that's going to stop them from putting a gig on and then... Yeah, mm-hmm. catch twenty two, isn't it? Then because you won't buy them because you don't want to lose out. So it's, yeah, which which ones do we trust that will go ahead? Mm. So because um, uprising was a little bit iffy. Yeah. Well, it seemed to me. I mean, it went on, didn't it? But it just seemed yeah. to drag on, not not knowing. <coughs> yeah. really. yeah. you need to plan, don't you? You need yeah. to know. Yeah, exactly. Is it one day, two days? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, even up up till quite near that one. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it was uncertain. Well, you tell us what's, what's actually happening, happening yeah. because yeah. The, the actual day came out, and then it was like, well. Oh, what do you mean there's something the day before and the day yeah, after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not being very clear about this. Mm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, other festivals, we've, we're looking at the Snuff Fest. We went to Snuff Fest in, at the Black Heart in uh, oh, okay. <coughs> London. <laughs> and that was, that, that was really cool. That was lots of these little bands all there, you know, getting together and putting on a really good show. That was really good. So they're doing a winter one as well with, with similar sort of bands. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the, at the Black Heart. Black Heart again. Okay. Nice. And then Incineration Fest, that was another one. Yes. Really oh, yeah. oh, I, I really quite cool. like the idea of an yeah. urban festival. I've never been to one. We said yeah. about this, didn't we? Cool. Damnation's really Hammer have been... Um, well, they're, they're all deers, really. They're not festivals. Yeah. Damnation's <laughs> Hammer have been added to it as well for next year. Have they? Mm. Wow. Who's that awesome? Um, I, can't, I don't know. Is it like a mayhem I don't think they've announced all the... Oh, okay. All the bill yet, but it's still... Few months into next year, isn't oh, it? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, right. quick fire, quick fire round. So, oh, cat as well. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Right. No, Fa- I, no awkward pauses. Favorite non-thrash album. So this is a more sort of mean. It takes longer, yeah. Rather than a metal album, isn't it? Um, oh god. Oh. Can't think. They're thrash. <laughs> <laughs> Um, massive Attack Mezzanine. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's a bit tricky. Yeah, yeah. We could come back. No, I okay. didn't. Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, your favourite favorite thrash album then, No, Kat. I just don't want to say something that's really, really, really embarrassing. <laughs> you, just, you like Little Mix, that's fine. You like <laughs> Little Mix. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what the name of any of their albums were. It's like two, All right, so. There you go, so Little Mix for Cat. <laughs> so your favourite thrash album. Of all time. Yeah. That's mm. not is it going to be an obvious one, or is it going to be? I don't know. Slayer's out of heaven for me. Oh, like is it South of Heaven? Yeah, it was my introduction to Slayer, and I just couldn't believe it, you know. And even listening again, Rain and Blood. I love Rain and Blood. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I like, I liked it slowed down a bit, and you could hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Slayer's out of heaven. Rain and Blood is all speed. Yeah. What do you think? Huh? <laughs> favorite band then? Your favorite band of all time? Thrash band. Any band? Oh, okay. No, no, it's still Thrash. Mine is Anthrax. Um, we had this discussion before about your we best out in Big Four, and I said Anthrax, and you were like, really? Yeah, what? yeah. They're like the poor relations. Yeah, I love it when Anthrax get a bit of a bit of love. Yeah. Anthrax. 
Acid rain. Maiden or Sabbath? Maiden. Maiden. Your favourite oh, venue? Great. That was. was favourite venue, past, present, closed, open? You've often talked about places up in Glasgow. Yeah, that and, and that's the one that I'm thinking of. But I'm also I thinking of King Tut's, wasn't it? Yeah, King Tut's Wild Wild Heart, just because of so many old memories yeah. of King Tut's Wild Wild Heart. Yeah. You know, including the time I jumped on a stage at therapy and the music stopped. Oh! <laughs> so, so, I, so I just turned around and went, can you play some music? And they said, okay. So it started, so it started off and I just jumped off. And I jumped off. But everyone was going, wanker. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, hey, <laughs> That's my, one of my le in London. I only yeah, used to okay. London shows. I'm, I that's my least favourite. I mean, the Underworlds are something. Just yeah, such a cool venue, though. Yeah. Seen so many cool gigs there. Yeah. Yeah, Butchison can be a bit of a pain getting in and out. Yeah. If it's a if it's a sold out gig, you can barely yeah, move yeah, in there yeah. as well. Right, Exodus or Testament? Exodus. Oh, Australia. Exodus, yeah. You're probably going to say yeah. that as well because you didn't love Testament. Nah, I was trying to think back when I really did love Testament, but last time we saw them, I was. You were uh, whelmed. I was just trying to. Was that the Annihilator? And, yeah, mm, yeah. The Annihilator was fantastic. Yeah, they were yeah, amazing. They were awesome. Not with the group, but... but yeah, I just, I don't know, something about it just it comes across as cheesy, you know. Cliff or Jason? Oh, Cliff. Oh, <laughs> this is quite a quick fire yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Cat. Yeah, probably. Okay, intimate gig or festival? Intimate gig. Oh. Yeah. Ghost, yes or no? Yeah, no. It's no. <laughs> definite no. I think you should take that question out. It's only really for Tim Finch, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we tried really hard at Bloodstock, didn't we? We were just like, well. we're going to try. And we were just like, it looks kind of cool if that's what you like, but no. Yeah. Just no. I didn't try that. Their, their new one is, or the, it's probably a few weeks old now. Kiss the ghost. It's fucking shocking. It's absolutely. It's almost. You say little mix. They're probably hardcore than they are. <laughs> Finally, best gig. Not uh, best gig ever. 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 Wow. The one that sticks in the in the memory. I'm still gonna go for having a, a wall of death with Lewis from uh, Alien Weaponry <laughs> in the time. That was your Dreamweaver, wasn't it? Was amazing. There you go. That, that was. Good. That was a really cool gig. Um, I mean, come on, there were 13 people in the audience. <laughs> to have a reasonable, what, reasonable wall of death? I mean, that was... playing his guitar. The beauty of it is he's, they still entertained us like yeah, we would great. a big thing. Still went for it. And, yeah, and it was yeah. still yeah. as exciting as a, a big, a big, you know, gig. What is my best gig ever, though? Oh. Would they, if they played then... Do you think they've grown sufficiently since then? You, I mean, I know their their but kind of reputation supposed, seems to. That was to... supposed to be part of a bigger thing anyway, though, wasn't it? That wasn't supposed to be that small. Well, it was because it was rescheduled. The, mm -hmm. the, the person who had done the booking yeah, the promos in Madrid had popped it all up. Right, they were meant to be. So it was reassigned just because so many people were disappointed. Yeah. Um, well, they were there in Spain. And they were there. And like you, <laughs> you said on Facebook, couldn't you? Oh, I'm really gutted. And then um, their mum, Yitta, was like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, we're going to try and find a venue and we'll put it on somewhere. Can you get here? We were like, nope, it's too far away. Can you get here? Yep. Okay, cool. So, it's yeah, they were, they were meant to be sporting Lost Society in Madrid. Mm. And it was all 
part of uh, feeding into a festival. Yeah. And again, it was a festival that got cancelled, and they went, yeah. oh, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll have the festival some other time. Well, that's great. That's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great for you. Well done. It's my birthday. So what's my, my best gig ever? Um, oh, it's probably something like Jim Rose Circus. Sepultura <laughs> back in the Battlelands. Um, Arise era? Was it Arise? Yes, it was Arise. The one yeah. with Sacred Rice for yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw them twice back then, so they're, they're both blurred into one, but yeah. yeah, I mean, both of them were Sepultura of the fucking Battlelands, you know? Yeah. And it was interesting when um, when H uh, interviewed Max. And, oh, yeah. And the, I, the I had a question on, yeah. which was related to the Battlelands. I can't remember what it was, but um, Max was saying how how wild it was, and then the, he looked outside, and they just there was all this hair just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> From being ripped out of skulls, oh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, because it was so rough. Because it was really rough back then at the Battlelands. Was I mean, it? Pits are generally sort of calmed down. And every, I remember reading in magazines every single band. Like, Where's the best place to play? They always said Scotland, mm. and that's not to, to you know to blow blow smoke up. Oh, Everyone just they just say go completely nuts and. You know, you think Jesus Christ is really going. Not, not forgetting, audio, not awesome. forgetting, that's Adrian Audio because yeah. after obviously we were we're all at the Southampton gig, and you know, after seeing them, you know, because I'd waited all those years to see them, and then was the Southampton show the first first time I saw them was Southampton. I was like, oh, <laughs> so I, I said at that point I need to see them in Glasgow, mm. Um, mm. so that I timed it all so I was in Glasgow, um, and we went to that and it just fucking it just did not disappoint. Was that the the law of the land? No, no. This, this was after the. It was the headline. No, no. This this was audio headlining with uh, Reanimator supporting. Okay. And uh, you know it started off well. Reanimator came on and like I, I got a pet going. There was a bit of pet going, um. So that was cool. And then Hates came on. He did his his song, Holiday uh, in Cambodia. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Acid Rain actually came on. We're just bopping around in the pit. And then suddenly a body went flying off. I was like, yes, yes we're, yeah. <laughs> we're diving tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy who jumped off with his foot in an air comes boot as well and then set his crutches down about two minutes later. <laughs> so at that moment, I sort of ran up to the side because I knew there was a little step there. And I, I ran up to the side and uh, the manager, what's his name? Uh, horrendous bastard, what his name is. You know, yeah. he, oh, his best pal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he sort of stopped me and then, and, then, and then I looked up and H looked at me. And I went, right, on you go. So on, on it went. High five teach and then just dived off. Yes, we're diving. And it was just the most fucking hectic gig. There were just fucking bodies flying everywhere, and you know, like H. If you watch the YouTube footage, H at one point says that um, we were just taking people and just fucking taking them all the way to the back of the room <laughs> <laughs> to stop them diving. There must be something in that that if you don't, the, the kind of passion in the fans. I mean, I'm a passionate metal fan, but I always used to go to London gigs. And I bet a lot yeah. of the London crowds were pretty tame in comparison I think to. That's from what you know, I've read, and yeah, there was one right. of the top five gigs in here this this past fortnight. Sean Harkin, he said, he's from Northern Ireland, and he said, I think a lot of the troubles over there in the 80s added to that kind of air of tension yeah. at gigs, mm-hmm. you know, and so the fans didn't get many big bands go over there so when they did they just went absolute nuts, nuts. this is mm-hmm. the time to do it yeah crazy and then i mean other things in that gig there was the guy that dived off backwards split his head over. oh yeah <laughs> well that's a, never a good idea at the best and, of and time was it, yeah. he, he joined in it he had the he slept, step ladder they climbed up and jumped off so <laughs> so yeah that, that's 
Awesome. That was that is one of my best gigs ever. Good stuff. Well, that that worked. The old quick fire round. Good, good, yeah. Finally, then, of the club, the thrash metal album of the Fortnite Club. What's the album that you've loved or liked that we featured? You know, your favourite album so far. Thinking about this, it's just too easy to see acid rain because it's fairly recent. <laughs> it? Yeah, it's but... fairly recent, and it, and it's the it's the it's the highest one I've read. Yeah, did you give it a ten? Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. Give it a ten. So that we couldn't, I couldn't find any faults yeah. in it, so yeah. yeah, it was a ten. Yeah, Lamb of God, What okay? What album would you like to yeah. see featured of any yeah, of any fresh album? Pick, what yeah. would you do? Uh, probably Voivod. Ah, now we've had this discussion. Voivod are due, aren't they? What, an old one or an old one or one of the newer ones? Uh, no. Well, no, I think I said, because you two were going backwards and forth, and I said... Were you saying it wasn't thrashy enough? No, no, no. What was the... What was the... Well, I said, if Voivod come out the hat, you two can argue out what album it's going to be. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, because I think, John, you were going for one, was it? Um, Dimension Hatros. Chemical something, was it? No, I've been Dimension Hatros, I think. And then you were saying one that I... I yeah. Killing I'll, Technology, I'll I think. I yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I'll leave it to you guys, and then you can say, Carl, we've well, agreed. Well, whatever one comes one. out, I'll be happy with yeah, 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 so, yeah. Just, just do one, yeah. 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 <laughs> It'd yeah. be a popular choice, yeah, my yeah, they're, they're not due. The random number generator is... thrown it out. I know Pete would like to discuss yeah. Oh, yeah. We have got the uh, the thrash of the titans with Boyd. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah so that's gonna that's gonna be an interesting vote. Yeah, what have we got now? You pressure. Not very long pressure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it and so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, you can you can text us what you. You use. probably won't an anthrax. Have we done much anthrax? Haven't featured yeah. anthrax. No, you probably want an anthrax one, then, wouldn't you? Living. Yeah. Cool, that would. Yeah. That obviously would score hard, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be a good one. Captain should be there. <laughs> oh, she'd no, she'd be arguing about the book with splits, not with her. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. true. I, 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 I do did, understand her point. I think we disagree though. on that. So. Well, we do disagree. You, you better, you better donor. I'm definitely better donor. Better Have you read um, Scott Ian's book actually? And so. I sort of get more of what Pat's going on about as well from reading the book and the, oh, you know, okay. that, that Scott Ian didn't feel that um, Joy Belladonna was singing this song, his songs, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the songs were very personal to him. Mm. Like, oh, okay. And, and so when he was singing, it was just like, you're, you're not you're not singing it right to get the emotions out of trying to convey in these songs. Wow. And that's, that's, that's the reason he was out, really. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I need to Still read that. I think he's a better front man. Well done. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. He's, he isn't as good a singer, but he, mm-hmm. he's a better friend. Yeah. We better wrap that up, really. Yeah. We're no. Because we're, we're going to push off. So thanks very much for hospitality and time. Always good to catch up with John. Oh, and we're back Kat. on. Yeah. Yeah, we're back on, we're and we're back uh, on. Yeah. Had a real quick week. interlude from the uh, from the comments, and then back on the road again. Yeah. So back to the comments, John Beavis. I love it. As a fan of the band from way back, as it should be, 
I honestly didn't know what to expect after three decades, but it's fantastic. The production values are obviously much better than their old record, but that's not the only thing it has going for it. The wrists are solid and crunchy, the drumming is relentless and interesting, and even H has kept all of the character in his voice, but upped it with a boatload of extra aggression. And the songs are tremendous as well. Listen, listen to it. I've listened to it right a few times now, and there's no weak link. They're all memorable and punchy. I didn't have any re real expectations, but whatever they might be, it has severely surpassed them. It's probably a good thrash record that can sit alongside the likes of Overkill, Death Angel, Prong, etc. Great stuff. Yeah, now, so he said memorable. Definitely agree with that. It is a memorable album. All the songs are memorable. Each one has its own kind of little personality, I suppose, if you, if you want to put it like that. Um, and he was saying about aggressive as well. Who was saying one of your uh, podcasters that you... Because you love a podcast, don't you? I do like a podcast. Who yeah. was it? Was it Paul Weller? Paul Waller said that H, H too sounded too like aggressive that. and too angry. And too angry. But that was, I think that was before... I think he'd only heard the new low. Oh, all okay. oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah no, so he'd yeah, only I'm... heard the new low and he was saying, yeah, I really like the single, but it does Isn't sound great. to listen to the album? <laughs> he, he, I think he's listened to it now. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't, but yeah, he was just, because he was such a fan back in the day, he doesn't want, and that's probably a, a, a big part of it, you know. Yeah. This, this band was such a big part of people's lives that sometimes they, they you know, don't want to accept want that it's... sully the memory. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Yeah, that was a good comment, that one. And, uh, definitely, uh, you know... I it does sit up there. Distinct sounding, album, uh, distinct sounding songs, each one is very, very different, but with the same sort of core running right the way through it and I think that's what makes it as classic as it is because like I say each one has its own kind of personality and it, you can almost describe each song like what song are you talking about and you go oh that one that goes there oh yeah that's I know what you mean where in some albums you can't do that there's so. no filler like you said no filler Dave Morton gonna have to be fussy and put my own spin on it as ever it's weird for me as someone who wasn't there for the golden age of thrash I wasn't born until 91 he says to look around to see numerous classic bands putting out their first albums um, Exorder with their first album since I was three months old Sacred Rite with their first album since I was four and now I said rain too it's cool though this year's brutal assault I saw Testament Destruction Sacred Rite and Demolition Hammer all absolutely smash it so it's definitely still life in the old guard yet. Ah, there you go, superb. My perspective is probably a fair bit different as I'm not as big an Acid Rain fan as a lot of people on here seem to be. <coughs> John, wink, wink. <laughs> is that what he, he does? That's what he does, yeah. <laughs> but I found this enjoyable, much more of a punky edge to it than the other albums I've mentioned. Mostly down to H's vocals, which definitely have more of an English twang. It's oddly refreshing. Some great riffs on it too. I'll be totally honest and say I definitely prefer the Exorder and Possessed albums. New Sacred Rite one has some good songs on it, but the second half of the album is a bit mediocre. Okay. Um, yeah, he gives it a 7 out of 10. So uh, that's, that's good. That's, that's uh, you know, gets into the Hall of Fame, doesn't it, if everyone were to do that. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's good having a different perspective on it, not having that kind of uh, passion oh, okay. for the band back in the day. So, yeah. He gives it a seven and a. Um, oh, he was at the Southampton gig as well. Was he? Yeah, I've discussed with people before. It's unlikely they'll ever come back down my way following a very badly attended gig in Southampton a few years back. But you can't win them all, so he gives them seven point five out of ten. Personally, 
I cop out on rating it anymore. I don't like it enough for an eight, and I like it more than a seven. I don't. I think Southampton has been retired from the acid yeah. rain touring roster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. But having said that, I mean. Fuck me, we must have met everybody that went to that. I know, obviously, we're at the fucking... It's like... But we know every like, fucking that went to that, didn't we? It's like the Sepultura Sodom gig, isn't it? <laughs> the amount of people that are saying they were at the Southampton gig. <laughs> it's on the same magnitude yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking hell, no, that's right, because John and Cat were there, we were there. This guy... Who, who was it, sorry? Uh, Steve Airy. Uh, no, Dave Mawson. Dave, yeah, but... This is fucking crazy. And didn't, didn't H have someone on his podcast who went... You know the guy that was looking for the uh, the guy from the Arena documentary. Uh, H had him on talking yeah. bollocks. He was at the Southampton game. You know, it's sort of like fucking hell. You know, everyone. And it, I think, having said that, I think that proves that people that did go to Southampton are fucking well into thrash metal and well into uh, to acid rain. They had a real hardcore there that stayed with them. That's for sure. And I don't know. I think the next time. Uh, Acid Rain either play down here either Brighton Pompey or, or Southampton or anything like that I think they should play Plan of the Dam and I think they will see that that is living proof on how far they have come since then because I think there's a lot more people into it and I think they will um, have a, a, a fair few more people but I can totally get where they're coming from they, they don't want another night like Southampton but I think that Plan of the Dam when when they played it, it was. I think it was just about the time when Planet of the Damned had only just been out a little. little I, no, while. I think it was uh, the man who became himself. Oh, just okay, out. okay. There so, are probably a lot of fans there that weren't necessarily into the, the Planet of the Damned and the man who became himself, and were still kind of. You know, this is a old school. It's going to be yeah. all old stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I don't know. Jason Manley, a thrash album for the new millennium that could come direct from the times when it was at its peak. It often reminds me of Among the Living Era Anthrax in its tone. For a band to come back after 20 plus years and produce this, their finest work, and what I believe will go down as a timeless thrash classic is a fine achievement indeed. Indeed. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, again, that Anthrax influence. I didn't really hear that until... Um, I think you said it. Or yeah. Other people said it. Said, oh yeah, no, it does sound like Anthrax. But I hear the I hear persistence of time in it. Do you? Yeah, I don't hear Among the Living. I hear persistence of time. Possibly some state of euphoria. Yeah, I hear state of euphoria. Now, yeah. Certainly in the faster bits. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So just just goes to show. Doesn't it? And then Andrew Bolton finishes things off. Well, what a simply splendid album. There you go. There you I go. Had to round things off, and it is a fucking splendid album. And I'm glad that he got a good reaction I'm glad it featured high and um, you know it was uh, I think it was a, a good one to break the um, random number generator and to generate and to, to kind of contrive that one I think it was worth contriving definitely yeah so we've um, moved on now to the regular features the fresh album of the Fortnite yeah, Club going through now. Dreamweaver okay Craig Cooper. Yeah. Craig grew up in the Rhonda Valleys. Okay. Okay, which That's is Wales, that right? is Wales, yeah. Now this one. Really... Geography lessons coming <laughs> to the front there. Fucking brilliant. Uh, so Anacrusis were he delved deeper into thrash metal Anacrusis. and Anacrusis. Do you remember them? They had that really. Did they? They were kind of like a melodic death metal band. 
Am I thinking, is that right? Yeah, yeah, for the Suffering Hour, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suffering Hour was their big album. Uh, and he started writing letters, Craig started writing letters to them, and he got letters back from their bassist, John Emery. So imagine that as a kind of scruffy little metal, you know, you start writing to a band and your pen friend becomes a bassist. So obviously that got him the bug and then he saw Zentrix and um, Sabbath in a club venue call in Cardiff, blown away by Zentrix. And he still says no compromise is simply one of the best thrash songs ever written. Agree with Craig wholeheartedly. It was my dream we no, no compromise. We started the feature, couldn't agree more. Then came Sabbath. They took the roof off that tiny venue. The diminutive Martin Walker spitting out his poetry like a maniac. Andy Sneaks long black blonde hair sweeping around as he headbanged, and Fraser Crask looking as scary as fuck. <laughs> I left that gig full of life and hope, as well people and as well as people sweat. And it um, still to this day, it makes him feel hopeful as he was that day. As that teenager after coming out of that right, gig, right, just with the adrenaline, yeah, 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 all yeah. Of that sort of thing, or well, hope that Sabbath would someday get together and play again. Well, he listened to, yeah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. He listened. Well, it might. We're saying it. We, you know, we. He he remembered that gig, the Sabbath and Zedrix gig, after listening to the new Al Acid Rain album in his car, far too loudly. But yeah, there's, there's no other way. He said. Oh, absolutely right. So that definitely takes you back, doesn't it? A, a, yeah. a, a Dreamweaver like that, you know, takes it back. And for those that don't know that are listening, that are thinking, what are they on about Dreamweaver? Yeah. It's just the name of the feature. Cat, actually. Pendant, yeah. yeah. Cat, Catalina Ballerina. Yeah. She, Johnny Cat. She, yeah, she was the one that came up with the name. And it's just a... Something that resonates with you, something that you just remember fondly, your gig, album, experience, getting pissed with your mates listening to something, whatever it is, and it's just um, a chance to take over the, the a post and to um, make it your own. Make it your own. Sorry, there was a uh, we are some passing some roadworks, it was really freaking me out, but um, uh, yeah, it's, it, and, and that's uh, and so many people come up with some, a lot of different things. Some do a festival, some do a small gig like this some do uh, uh, an album so uh, yeah it's, it's just uh, really good to hear everyone's experiences and, and Sabbath I'm just so jealous of anyone that saw Sabbath because they are such a fucking killer band and you know for those who don't we, we again will mention the uh, Patreon from H on Acid Rain um, he posed questions we're allowed to ask questions if you're a Patreon and, and um Andy Sneak was the, the guest and so I posed is there any chance of a Sabbath reunion or, or playing what I really wanted is, is he going to play is if Andy Sneak um, finishes up with Judas Priest or something happens with Judas Priest is Andy Sneak going to do something and if he does is he going to play some Sabbath songs because they are so fucking good and they're not being played live it's a fucking travesty and there are some shit fucking bands playing fucking bad songs live that for whatever reason we've got here and yet Sabat or he has got some absolute classics of the genre in his back pocket and you know obviously he's producer obviously he's with Judas Priest I mean Judas Priest ain't going to do a fucking Sabat song but it's just I just get so kind of oh, that, you know break out some of the Sabat songs it's going to be fucking well, brilliant well you say that I've heard that Judas Priest's new album 
they saw that tribute album. Yeah, <laughs> but they're doing Morning Is Broken. You know that? <laughs> yeah, the one that no one likes. Yeah, that one yeah. that. No, yeah. Oh, uh, we've got no. Um, but you know, I, I just think because I, I did ask um, through H on his Patreon, um, would you know? Have you got say like solo material? Uh, do you write songs? And if so, would you get a band of of brothers together or sisters to uh, to to play um, and have it like because Andy Sneap has got like a hell of a back catalog. He's got Sabbath. He's got Hell. He could do some um, uh, Judas Priest stuff on there. He's That's, got that band that um, Dave uh, yeah, Rowe mentioned about definitely. the. Is it Godspell or not Godspell? Something I can't remember what it was. Is it now. Godspeed or something? Godspeed, yeah. So he's, he's obviously got a bit of a back catalogue in, you know, in his back pocket. Uh, that's, there's an hour and a half's worth of absolutely banging material there. And if he got like a, a collection of, of guys together, to, to uh, obviously, from what, by all accounts, from the interview, because H jumped on it straight away, actually, and said, there's no way that's going to happen, but I'll ask. You know, it may piss him off, but I didn't want him to get pissed off. You know, that's the last thing he would do, but... Um, apparently there was a big row over social media, wasn't there? And something happened between them. They can't fucking be in the same room as one another. You know, you get that, don't you? Because there are certain people that I wouldn't want to cross the street with me. But, you know, if he could get someone of a vocalist, you know, surely he could play some of those songs. I reckon people would go flooded to him. What do you think? Would you see an Andy Sneak all-star band? Minus, not Martin Walker, because obviously I, I really don't think that's going to happen unless something you know drastic happens. But if if Andy Sneap could get some friends to, to tour, would you go along? Of course I would. Yeah, definitely. That's what I mean. Yeah, they were they were one of my sleeve art on my leather jacket. Yeah. We won't talk about Wolf Spain on the back, but yeah, or not atheist mind fun. Mind fun. No, we talk about them. <laughs> no, they can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> No, definitely would go with Sabbath. I mean, Marty he was a creative, you know, being behind that band, yeah. wasn't he? And, and to have him, you know, spearheading any any kind of reunion, not reunion, but, yeah. you know, any, any form of live music would be great. It would be great would you, to... Would you see a Martin Walker's Sabbath? Because I think I'd go to that and all. Well, he was part of the charm of Sabbath, and yeah. was like someone said, seeing him in that Dreamweaver, seeing him yeah. spitting out his poetry with that venom and whatever they yeah. said. Um, you know, that was that was half of Sabbath, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that yeah. kind of shrieky kind of yeah. menace that he had, and whatever personality-wise he had, and the clash of personalities. To me, as a fan, it you know I, I didn't yeah. see I I just no, no they were always, they were yeah. electric weren't they yeah, they yeah. really were and real yeah. buzz about yeah and so yeah I can't hold it together and those the history of time to come which one did we think it was history of time to come yeah we, we did yeah but everyone just talks about Dreamweaver and history of the time to come and certainly in England I mean I don't know how big they were in America it'd be really interesting if anyone in America is listening to this Scotty Brian isn't there an, uh, an American Sabbath as well a Japanese one eh? ja- oh okay I think there was a Japanese Sabbath. Okay, so we are talking about obviously the English one, but it'd be interesting if you don't know, you know, go out and get, you know, find the albums, Dreamweaver and A History of the Time to Come. I just think it's a real quirky English take on Thrash Bell. That is, you know, I just think it'd go down well in America. You can imagine, oh, well, I think if they could. And the artwork was totally it's different, wasn't it? Brilliant. It's the artwork was just totally different to yeah. anything. Definitely definitely so iconic I used to say and there was somebody 
I'm not sure if it is one different. I'm not sure it was Vincent's jacket, but somebody used to go to the marquee and they had history of a tie to come painted on the back of their jacket. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Talking of good jackets. Not talking about mine, fun. No, well, Thrash Island Discs. Go on, George Nesbitt. Thank you, George. Yeah, we'll come to his good jacket in a minute. But he started oh, okay. off with his uh, Thrash album to take to that Thrash Island Discs. Would be Holy Wars. No, non- oh, okay. Holy, sorry, Holy Terror, Holy Mind Terror. Wars. Yeah. Oh, okay. So non-big four Thrash album. Yeah. He says it's an absolute thrash masterpiece. So multifaceted in that it possesses sprawling epics, songs that fly past at warp speed, and mid-space thrash, mid mid-paced thrashers as well. That, it's a good album. Yeah. I, I haven't heard it, um, but I have okayed. At least in the last month, I would say I've um, at least four or five members have mentioned Holy Terror. Yeah. Just recently, having none that mention them, I don't know whether they're getting a bit of a uh, bit of. I don't know. Is it, isn't is one of the guys died? Is that right? Yeah. The I can't remember. If it was a lead singer or uh, I think it was the leads. I'm not sure. Because is it Kurt Colbert, the bass player? Oh, he's, now, he's now in Zeke. Okay. And he's a member. He's, not, he? he's not active at all, but um, I, I asked him to join and he, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll join, brother. And so he did. And um, he, he, he does some good stuff on Facebook and that. He's a, okay. He's a bit of a... Uh, uh, he's a, a proper... Oh, I would say proper. Of course, he's American. But being in England, he's, a, you know, he's into cars, yeah. guns, women, drinking, <laughs> punk rock metal you know so and he always has this sort of collections of um photos of like cars women guns metal guns yeah yeah all of that sort of stuff and some of it's so fucking cool it's really uh mike alvord i think mike alvord was the was in holy terror i think the singer was called something dean oh okay uh and i don't know anything about possibly died I don't know six seven years ago oh okay yeah. so I think any kind of hopes of a holy terror reunion were kind of done, done and dusted there okay. whether they're still planned I've no idea but they're okay. certainly getting a lot of a little bit of a resurgence you, yeah. you're right yeah. there's been a few requests for them on the um, yeah the playlists oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There, there was a few on the I think the bloodstock playlist someone oh, put, okay. put a holy terror song on there oh yeah no but they did play it didn't they? I know I remember it yeah yeah because it was quite lo-fi wasn't it yeah yeah Gig wish you'd gone to but didn't go to. Nuclear Assault and Dark Angel, Glasgow, 1989. He was still at school and utterly skint. He managed to bag a bootleg recording years later, oh, so there was some well, kind of uh, yeah. bit of karma. Yeah. Favourite favorite thrash album cover? Scream Bloody Gore. Album cover, uh, but he says, are they thrash? George has, always, George has always thought of them as a thrash band, and he bought the album on the strength of the cover. Totally agree with you, George. I think they are a thrash album, and they're on the list for contention. Certainly, I would love humans come up. Fucking killer. That comprehension is a fucking thrash classic. Thrash classic? Yeah. We're talking. Scream bloody gore. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of thrash in that. Yeah. Yeah. Human. Human. Yeah. That's that's the thrash. Yeah. Yeah. Just like tech is so ahead of its time. Yeah. 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 So ahead. But is is it not? more death metal than thrash not that it matters that no, much no, because no, we've no. got we've had kind of the crossover See, stuff that's not thrash 
for me a death metal, death metal vocalist, you can barely understand what you're saying. And I can I can understand what Chuck's singing with. So I'm classing it as not death as thrash. Yeah, I mean look at Carnivore, you know, like yeah. we got at the moment. That, that's not straightforward thrash. No. You know, Lamb of God, Shadows Fall, they weren't straightforward no. thrash. I just see Death Human as a little bit more of a kind of the, the death metal side of it, Dude. obviously, than, okay. than thrash, but Fair it's still right. certain thrash elements. Favourite logo, Slayer, the one with the swords, like on the Haunting the Chapel. The rail one, yeah, yeah, with the sword pulled out and yeah. the blood coming everywhere, yeah. I can't draw that in my training, I won't get that it's too, <laughs> too artistic. Uh, guilty Pleasure, Kiss. There you go. Okay. Friday night! No, what's that? I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to sing a song by Kiss. It what's was... It? He, he, don't sing any Kiss songs. What? Well, there was uh, it was on Tommy Vance, another mention for Tommy Vance, Tommy Friday Rock Show. Always, gentlemen, gentlemen. Yeah, he heard Black Diamond. Is that Black you know? Diamond. There you go. Yeah, that's off the first Kiss album. Yeah. So uh, and they, I think they still finish up their set with that one. Do they? I think so. Yes. Okay, band <laughs> merch. Favorite band merch created 1990 tour shirt. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> band merch created 1990 tour shirt. Wow. Uh, he, he was did on the. Post yeah, he did. Yes, uh, it was Coma of Souls tour in Edinburgh. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's gonna be interesting when we uh, put Creator on. They won, of course, the uh, the they got through. Flash the, the, um, the Thrash of the Titans. Thrash of the Titans, convincingly beating Dark Angel. I thought that would be close. That uh, George also said that his favourite piece of band merch was his leather jacket as well, which has got. Scream bloody gore on the back. Oh, well, amazing artwork, it really is. Yeah. And then because spiritual healing was a was it the second one, wasn't it? That kind of the same sort of vein. Iconic album. The, the yeah, blue with the preacher yeah. on the front. Yeah. Uh, I love that kind of illustration. Kind of just brilliant. George, was it George Repka? No, Ed Repka, was it? Is it? I, I, I'm I putting my head out there, but I don't, I don't know. Parapet, yeah. yeah. Pit song. Favourite song to make me get in the pit? Capture of Sin? Oh, Slayer? Yeah. Uh, nuclear Assault? Uh, sorry, Nuclear Winter by Sodom. Oh, and okay. then Over the Wall by Testament. Yeah. So he, he went for three there. He, yeah, he went split. a triple thrash trip there. Triple thrash treat. Disappointing relief from a band you love. Everything after Hordes of Chaos by Creator has been oh, on a slow decline. No. He thought Violent Revolution was a great return to form though, so there's still hope. Okay. And then... Um, I always found Creator quite, cons you know, fairly consistent, but a lot of people have been saying that they've been on a bit of a... Yeah, I'm not into Creator enough to... Yeah. Um, I don't know all their recent albums. No, I you know, I know the classics and uh, yeah. probably up to Renewal and then okay. after Renewal, that was it, I, you know, kind of... And Renewal is the... Yeah, it's a slightly different one, one. Yeah. yeah. It's probably one of my favourite creator albums. It's an amazing yeah. album, yeah, I really like it. Uh, okay. Bang on with it, yeah. Members' questions. This is a new feature, but yes. not so new in the fact that we're going to try and do something each fortnight where a member contacts... Contact us and um, with a load of questions they'd like to put out there, open it yeah, up to the club. We would like to ask all of our members uh, a question that you are curious on. Uh, we've, had, we've had a couple, haven't we? We've had first gigs. First gigs. Do you your albums you skip? Do you go back? Do you listen in sequence? Just things that you're curious about. Why do people like Kiss? Uh, that that, 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 went, on, that went on for ages, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and um, Brian D'Andrade. Good evening, Brian, out in the States. Does Brian D'Andrade like pizza? Um, probably. I don't know, because in the States, in if you're of a certain age, you just like Scott Ian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Scott Ian, you know, a respected metal musician. I'm going. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get into Brian's, because Brian is a very um, consistent contributor. Um, going out on a limb here. I'm saying no. You're saying no. I, I'm saying everything up to uh, eat, yeah, eat like dynasty. Yeah, but you know the Kiss Back catalogue. I don't. I so don't, don't. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think he liked God Gave Rock and Roll to you. No, that, I reckon he can fuck that off out of it, I reckon. But I reckon he would say, got all of them up to, uh, yeah, dynasty was when they went downhill. Okay. Which is, tr- which is true, by the way. Although there is a banging song on there called, I can't remember what, Hard Times on Dynasty, I think it is. Fucking Branger. Okay. Sung by Ace Freely, so there you go. Well, Brian, um, we'll Thanks. go on to your questions and if you could let us know if you like Kiss. <laughs> Maybe we should do a Kiss special. <laughs> You'll be on your own for that one. Any members out there want to do a Kiss special with Carl? Yeah, yeah. So the, the feature was what. Songs, yeah. What songs do bands have bands not played in years or ever before that you would love to see them play? And it came up because Matthew C. Green chose uh, "Like Father, Like yeah, Son" yeah. for his song for the Exodus Flash Vault, where Fabulous Disaster beat "Bonded by Blood." Yeah. So, Cat Finch, she chose "Behind the Crooked Cross." The Slayer. Slayer, yeah. yeah. And it's almost like ask Brian. Brian said yeah, Brian they've only played twice. They've only played live. Sorry, they've only played it live on the South of Heaven tour and never since. Can you believe that? Fucking unreal. And that is just unbelievable. That is such a good song. Yeah. Andrew Matthews. He asked the question. Necrophiliac. Brian said necrophiliac kicks ass. Yeah, it does. But they played it 85, 86, 88, 96, 2004. 13 and 14. Okay. okay. So it's, uh, it's still a bit of a regular. It's quite a short one, isn't it? So you could be out for a piss and miss it. And is that the one that almost has that kind of Angel of Death riff going as well? Necrophobic. Necrophobic. That's necrophobic. Oh, okay. Necrophiliac is um is on Hell Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, Did there's you see us. my mistake. <laughs> Paul French, Slayer, again, Cryonics. Brian okay. says they haven't played it since 84. Brian, just great knowledge. Matthew C. Green, Overkill, Use Your Head. Brian okay. says, when do you think they've, when does Brian say? Uh, 90. 87. Well, okay. Chris Gambold, Megadeth, Looking Down the Cross. Brian says 87 okay mad isn't it mad you said dilute to taste yes because I really liked that uh, those two originals not originals um, recorded ones because it was uh, two recorded ones and four live tracks and I just thought they were really going to go somewhere interesting with that and then they went off with the kid kind of thing yeah unfortunate but kind of know why they did it really um, yeah so and I I think they played that on those Dilute to Taste tour and that, that 
And then John Beavis, he said, Nightmare by Testament from Practice What You Preach. Oh, okay. Uh, Steve Airy, Mary Jane, Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. Cadreg, Pablo Pablo. Yeah. Uh, Slayer. Um, I'm sorry, I, I can't see what that, what that is. My own writing there. But he also mentioned some Ramstein songs. Ramstein oh, yes. songs. Stein um Stein, Schwarzer Glass and Morgenstein, amongst others. So Lots of Stein. Yes. But that was a real good feature, actually, because yeah, it kind yeah. of... Um, because it got the break, got me thinking, shit, yeah, what songs? Yeah, too many, really. Alexander the Great was my... Yeah, oh, yes. An absolute belter of a mate. But is there's so many... time, isn't it? Yeah. They didn't even... I don't think I've ever played that, have they? I don't think they have, but there's so many Maiden songs yeah. that are just... <laughs> album classics you know they, they, they're not they're kind of stuck in, in that, on an yeah, album yeah. but they are so so good yeah but Maiden are in the very fortunate position of if they put a song in or leave a song out they get absolutely kind of uh, you know um, slated for it but they can only play for an hour and 40 minutes can't they you yep. know what I mean so <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. So, Harking Back, the second of the oh, Harking brilliant. Backs. Yeah, this is brilliant. Share your record, cassette, CD collection. Whatever you want to share. And this week we were lucky enough to have Pete D. Yeah, the great <laughs> this job for us. Yeah. Excuse me. You're sneezing now, eh? So, we're, we're in confined space. It's like an airplane, and isn't it? And it's the same place <laughs> where we had the, 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 the... Anyone that, you know... <laughs> so, this is the same, we both had the sniffles coming up. Something about, something is a chemical leak around here or something. So yeah, Pete was uh, good enough to share a video of him going through just A to F of his collection. So hopefully we've got, yeah. we got F to Z to, to follow. Yeah. But there were some absolute, absolute classics in there. So uh, an acid rain test pressing, one of only yeah. two that are out there. Yeah. Of the new album. Of only two test pressings. So he said, wow. Dark Angel. Real yeah. Flash, he said. Darkness really? descends. <laughs> yeah. And morbid, da uh, morbid tales, Celtic Frost, picture discs. Um, he had the original 12-inch of Tragic Serenades as well. Okay. He said real Celtic Frost. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think because we had just we had just had Into the Pandemonium yeah. on the um, yeah. any morbid tales was you know proper, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Um, Max, the Age of Quarrel. Banger. It's a great cover as well, isn't it? That yeah. that's an amazing yeah. cover. The colours, Extreme Noise Terror and Chaos UK, a split LP, and he said that that he would be that yeah, he really yeah. liked it. The Extreme Noise Terror. What did he actually say? Was it, uh, uh, one of his Desert Island discs, the yes. Extreme Noise Terror one. He said yeah, just for the Extreme Noise Terror. Yeah, yeah. top five, I think. Top five, he said. Really, that's big praise from people. He had the Brutal Truth Need to Control box set. Yeah, that it just. You know, what was it, like a... Four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine-inch kind of collection really, of vinyl. Yeah, just a uh, real unique, quirky piece, though. He had uh, Bathory, Agent Steel, 12-inch, Agnostic Front, Victim in Pain. He had the reissue and both covers. That's right, yeah. Um, he had a load of Crass, Beyond Possession, uh, a band I'd never... Uh, uh, Beyond Possession, a hardcore kind of crossover stuff. A bit oh, like okay. to speed it up, Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, okay. It was really cool. Carcass, Cryptic Slaughter, yeah. uh, Dr. No, hardcore. <laughs> Excuse me. And a um, load of DRI as well. Yeah. So, it's really interesting, but we need to see the remainder, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, because there's plenty of it. So, um, 
yeah, we want to, what is it, seven minutes, eight minutes long, that, that particular one. Um, and he, uh, it was good, really entertaining to watch as well, actually. So that was, it, was awesome. it was good, so I did a different so spin. Doing that, it's, uh, you know, but I, 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 that feature, I think it was one we stumbled upon by accident, wasn't it? I know you, but I always used to do that, you know, go around someone's house or whatever. First thing I did was, oh, can I have a look at your records? And it's all like, yeah. And anyone comes around by, can I have a look at, yeah, you're, you're proud of your record. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you dig in. So it's a kind of like that. And if there's anyone out there that wants to showcase their yeah. CDs, cassettes, videos, yeah. whatever it is, get in touch and um, we've got a couple lined up already. We but, have got a couple lined up, but, so right for the next month or so, but there's always room. If you want to do it, you'll get, um, at the moment, uh, like I say, we've we got, we got two ready to go. Um, but if you want to do it, you'll be third in line at the, at the current time. A to Z of tickets. We had K. Oh, yes. We had K. You kick things off with corn. Yes. Corn at the LA2, 95, with pork and cheer. I, I think that was the name of that band is spelled in. It is, yeah. Your friend um, pointed oh, that out, didn't yeah. they? And they were an Irish alternative rock band, weren't they? I don't know. I was pissed in the butt. Yeah, apparently so. He it's quite liked them, and he says he still listens to them to this day. He does. He does, and he, he constantly <laughs> remembers reminds me of that but um that corn one i believe that was their first uk show there was quite a few that uh, mentioned corn as well tim finch had his working pass from kiss uh, this year and dean dean bailey he had creator can, and, can i just talk about kiss again really quickly well you're going to anyway yes yeah. the support band for kiss on that tour guess what it was ghost no even better than that Somebody apparently this is this is true. It wasn't a band. The Almighty. It was an artist. Did they get painting kiss pictures? The fuck's up with that? <laughs> Fucking unreal. Anyway, Dean Bailey, which, creator, which, which they then sold for massive. Yeah, so yeah, Dean Bailey, creator and gripping in Bradford. Yeah, I went to that one. Yeah. Not what in Bradford? Not in Bradford. The LA Two show. Andrew Massey, corn at the Manchester Labatt's Apollo as it was back then, '97. I might have been to that one. Is that a one-off show? 97. I'm not sure. Well, yours was 95. There's. Was... I did go and see Corner, <laughs> and it was like a... I think they were playing a festival somewhere, and they decided to do a night at, as I say, the Labatt's Apollo. Um, so it might have been the same one. We then had Andy Dixon. Uh, he put his own band on here. Oh, thank <laughs> Do you remember the flyer, Kill Yourself Moshing? Oh, yeah. From 1988 yeah. down in Will, uh, Weymouth. Uh, it was, uh, they had lots of SOD and Anthrax type. Uh, lots of fun, that's for sure. Yeah. It was a good, no, good no flyer, footage, though. No footage of it, unfortunately. And with the support band, we had like, the initials. And so they went, you don't... Yeah, Kill Yourself Moshing, wasn't it? The, yeah, but there was also the support band, and it was sort of like... Fuck off, cunt, or something. <laughs> he said, well, you did ask. <laughs> and I did, and I got it. Dave Rowe, KISS, Islington Academy, 2010. <laughs> yeah, 800 capacity venue. Imagine, you know, I'm not a KISS fan, yeah. but seeing them... No. But did you did you see, uh, read about the funny story to that? What, Gene nearly passing <laughs> out? Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. That's yeah, that's cut the cut the, the, the set three songs short, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the God of Thunder could put up with a lot, but not uh, not enough oxygen in the Islington uh, uh, Academy. Terry Mapp, Creator and Destruction at the Underworld in 2002. That's 
that's uh, that's for the purists right there because Thrash was on its knees possibly then. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, that's a, looking back now, that's a fine gig to go to. Brian D'Andrade, uh, Destruction of 2002, <coughs> um, which he filmed for his... Uh, yeah, he didn't have a, um, a ticket, but he was at the gig filming it on his for his YouTube channel. So, um, which I've seen a couple of Brian's videos on YouTube. Okay. And fantastic footage of, you know, I think I saw the DRI one and the Forbidden one. Is it like side stage or is it in the pit? No, it's properly filmed. It's not just uh, well. The, oh, D okay. the DRI one is on a stationary camera that's you know rigged oh, okay. up, and yeah, so it's yeah. really good. Almost like professional footage from obviously twenty years ago. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the forbidden one was you know it wasn't quite as uh, far back. It was um, uh, not quite as clear clear image, but still okay. good kind of snapshot of you know almost like a historical document of thrash. So it's really good oh, quality. Awesome. Brilliant. Uh, Pete King Crimson. Oh, okay. Royal Albert Hall, 2019. Uh, PD, yeah. PD, yeah. yeah. Um, and he made a point that, you know, definitely not thrash, but without King Crimson, there wouldn't be these kind of... Uh, a hell of a lot of bands, or there would be these bands, but they certainly wouldn't be the bands they are today, yeah. you know? Yeah, I've, I've uh, heard one King Crimson, and it was, I think it was their 80s when they came... I think they were away for a little bit, and they came back. So not their classic era, by all accounts. I don't know a lot about King Crimson. And I could definitely hear Primus in there. I could definitely hear Tool in there. But just for me, I just think they got eclipsed by those bands. They got influenced. King Crimson influenced those bands so well that they got eclipsed. But he said it was like one of the best shows he's ever been. To. I think it was. Yeah, that's what he said. Jamie Cooper, creator at the Astoria in 1989. Wow. I think that's where they got the tear gas. Do you remember the gassing? Uh, the Astoria no. legendary gig where the security it all just got a bit out of hand and I think he did yeah. say yeah that there was gassing going on there gassing? yeah they used some kind of gas like to repel the crowd because really? it just got mental fucking hell that's incredible Brian again no ticket but great stories creator and coroner at the living room Rhode Island 1989 he says Frank Blackfriar joined for this tour and Brian felt he totally changed the band's sound 100% for the better they sounded so good. Brian thought they were pulling a Milli Vanilli. So what he means by that to people that don't know is that they were kind of lip syncing and not someone else just was playing. Yeah, and just well playing a kind of track or something because they were they sounded so tight live that he thought he couldn't be them. Vincent Rocha, Rocha, Caius, nineteen ninety four, oh, the yeah, borderline. Yeah, and the borderline, fucking unreal. I, I saw them at the Underworld and again a bit later with the LA2 with uh, Josh Homie on guitar, yeah. Fucking brilliant band, I love Kais. And that would have been at the time when they were just... just Hungry and yeah. Yeah, just... What a wall of sound, that would have been yeah, awesome. Yeah. And the Underworld, they were fucking incredible. John Beavis, creator, Roundhouse 2018 with Hatebreed, Dimmy oh, Borgir, yeah. Fairly recently Blood Bath, yeah. Blood Bath, yeah, quite a build that. Yeah. Andy Dean, and again, creator and, and Raven. 1989, oh, wow. uh, Manchester International. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard Ray, but again, I've seen you know lots of stuff, t-shirts and t-shirts, and so Ray, are they thrash or are they sort of like clinging onto the metal? Yeah, that wave? kind of yeah, new wave of British heavy metal. But they were, I think, they were very influential to Metallica as well, weren't they? See, I recently reviewed a Diamond Head album 
from 1985. Yeah. And I keep, I, I was thinking, God, this is pretty shit. I don't really like it that much. It's okay. It's not too bad, but, and I think what it is, is I keep getting fooled thinking it's a thrash album, but they yeah. are not a thrash band, no. are they, Diamond Head? So, you know, it wouldn't be. My expectations are kind of overtaking, and it's just because I always see Lars Ulrich with a t-shirt on, or yeah. Diamond Head, you know, all this fucking do you like the impression that stood to you? The Lars impression. We've yeah, got to yeah, get a Lars yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, Matthew Jones, Kinnicky. That was a joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they were a Welsh... I don't even know what they were, actually. They were kind of Britpop, were they? Britpop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he had uh, Korn's debut London gig yeah, as well, so... I think I went with him, so... Yeah. Top five gigs. Go on in. Sean Harkin. Number one. Thank you for doing this, Sean. Thank you for everyone for contributing. Onslaught, Mandela Hall, Belfast, 1988. Fantastic. The wildest gig I've ever been to. So many people on stage, you couldn't see the band at all. <laughs> Bit like that I've, I've seen on stream. Oh, the yeah. That we saw the Jockey Show. That's, yeah. Crazy. Number Crazy. two, Metallica, <clears throat> Antrim, 1988, with Danzig in support. A justice tour, yeah. It was crazy for Metallica in their days, and twice the um, the venue was evacuated due to bomb scares. Oh, um, he found a t-shirt on his way out, which oh, was pretty cool. But imagine that going to a gig, you know, the, yeah. going to the gig back in Northern Ireland during the Troubles must have been a, you know, yeah. I, I suppose if you grew up living there, yeah, you know, it's almost like part and parcel of your daily life having to deal with some kind of disruption. I don't know, but yeah. you know, yeah. to go to a gig and the upheaval of getting evacuated and that but it's either that or you know you know face the prospect of getting blown up if you don't evacuate but yeah. you know it's still still quite a having that hanging over you must be and bands you know did bands there. not travel there because of the worries i don't know it'd be interested to know yeah it'd be interesting acid rain Derry, 1990 crazy gig it was in a town hall where there was mahogany oh, yeah. stained glass windows uh, Sean and his mates were quite big lads back in the day, I think. Yeah. Bou- uh, kind of, and uh, they moved the barriers. Yeah, yeah, the bouncers told them to put them back, but Sean and his mates said, "No, we were big lads." And uh, again, the gig I think got stopped three times. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last gig they ever played at the town hall in Derry, though. Oh, Not okay. acid rain, just that, that, that was it. Metal, that was enough for them. Last yeah. gig, yeah. Brilliant. Overkill, Dublin, and that was in 2019. Uh, the Overkill show. Yeah, oh, wow, there is okay. all-time favourite band. They had a new drummer, so maybe it was to do with the new drummer Jason Pitner. Okay. Who we've had on Threads of uh, Threads of Life, the Shadows Fall album. Oh, okay. Previous yeah, yeah. previous yeah. album of the Fortnite. Yeah. They seem to have a hell of a lot more energy than when you've seen them before, but okay. still awesome. Driving force, yeah. And then Slayer, nineteen eighty-eight, Ulster. Eight, Nuke, Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Nuclear assault in support. Yeah. Oh. The pit was wild. Not many bands came to Northern Ireland during the Troubles, which made the fans there appreciate go, yeah, it more. Yeah. There you go, yeah. And that must be, you know, not only you know you're into a band, but I suppose it really makes you feel, you know, having knowing that there's you know these troubles going on and there could be you know there's a bomb scares and, and, and chances of bombs being uh, found. And, you know, so a band actually putting their put their neck on the line, but actually going no. Fuck all of that. We're going to come anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's fucking ballsy. That really is. And I can see why people really kind of go, "Oh, that is really cool that they've come over." Um, you know, they must love them forever after that. Because I'd imagine a lot of bands that should have come over and would have come over didn't. Yeah. Of it. yeah. 
So no, that was great. That was a yeah, great one. Real, Thank you for that. real good one. And then we had Thrash of the Titans. This ongoing, yes. ongoing saga of yes. uh, who's going to top the Thrash of the Titans. That's yeah. So we had Creator and Dark Angel. And this is really proving popular. I didn't. I thought you know I might get about forty people go. Yeah, people might think it's a bit now. But people, you know, it doesn't take much to vote for it. And I think people do take sides, and it's loads of people vote over the thirty odd hours that it's up. There's so we had one hundred thirty-five people vote for. Yeah, just about the same as the Anthrax Flotsam uh, one. A creator one, he's through. Yeah, ninety-five votes to Dark Angels, forty. But there was a lot of passion, huge amount, a lot of passion for Dark Angel, wasn't there? Yeah, As a, a bit like we've said before. I can't remember what it was, but um, the, the creator ones. There was that everyone that voted for Dark Angel loved Dark Angel. They did, yeah. Those forty. There was a lot yeah. of people that voted creator that were bit undecided yeah yeah they were a bit yeah yeah no it's, it's going to be creator just because they're still around and dark angel were a small uh, relatively short time um but yeah all the dark angel or pretty much everyone that voted uh, for dark angel who commented for dark angel absolutely loved that man so lots of passion for that still it still burns strong which is always good to good to hear and that wasn't the only kind of flash vote poll we had, we had the Omnium. The Omnium, yeah. yeah. That was quite good with all the acid rain tracks on it to find our best acid rain track. So what was it, a, a what, 12 hour vote was it? Uh, a bit longer than that, it was, it was over again over a weekend, so it was like a 30 hour one, 36 hours, something like that. And we whittled it down to... Uh, within the woods and new age narcissist. New age narcissist, yeah. And within the woods got it. It did. I, I think it was top throughout the Omnium. It led from the front. Yeah. So, and uh, it's by a long way, since we started about Acid Rain, we'll finish talking about Acid Rain. It's the standout track on that album, isn't it? It's the, uh, it's the one I think people remember the most and would go to. Of all the tracks, it's, <clears throat> it's the epic one, isn't it? The epic, that's exactly it, yeah. You know, you got ripped apart, something like ripped apart, you know you're gonna get that on an Acid Rain album. Um, you know, new low is a you know very hooky, but again it's very thrashy. We knew we were going to get that. We didn't know we were going to get in the woods within the woods, did we? We just didn't know how that was going to sound. So um, yeah, that's the epic one and the standout track, I think. Yeah, no, it's um, it was a, it was a really interesting exercise, really, wasn't yeah. it? Because people were quite passionate about their their, yeah. their choice of songs, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, but. Um, yeah, I should have maybe tagged, I think uh, Neil Brannigan Fuller said, oh, you know, you should have tagged the people that voted for, uh, for um, you know, a certain song into, uh, into the post again. But there were just too many, and I, and I didn't. <laughs> so, was, uh, but people did re-vote, I know I did, so uh, that was good. So that's it, we're kind of uh, coming to the end of the, uh, the Acid Rain special, yeah. and we've got Carnivore up at the moment. Yeah, which not, is not it, feeling it. You're not feeling not it. Not really. So no. if you took the cowbells out, would you be feeling it? Uh, no. It's not the cowbells that is tipping. Is it Pete's it. voice that isn't doing it's it? It's a bit strange. It's, yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I have to say, I'm not mad about it. Okay. But you know, but they'll save that for the next one. Yeah. It might be another Celtic Frost, uh, uh, or Celtic Frost even, uh, kind of podcast for me next time. 
where I have to be very yes, I understand what you're saying <laughs> I think it's going to be a uh, like we just said for Dark Angel the, the people that are passionate about it are yeah, going to be very passionate about like it, it. Yeah. and it's really in, uh, we'll talk about it I'm just going to start talking about the comments of the carnivore we'll wait until wait, carnivore's yeah, comments keep your powder dry so there we are thank you so much for contributing and uh, well you get this thing to carnivore yeah well, before we do, anything that you've been listening to that you think any of the listeners might fancy? Uh, any reviews? Was uh, that album you did that sounded pretty cool, that Phil... Which one was that, sorry? The uh, oh, Campbell. Phil Campbell's solo album, yes, This Line Still Roars. Fucking brilliant. Absolutely. In fact, I'm going as far as to say that that has got into the top three. Top three? Top three of the year, yeah. Wow. Which means that I've rejected a fucking banger of an album. A banger of an album yeah. has dropped out. I'm scared to listen to any more albums. <laughs> I don't want any of my top threes to drop out. I don't think they can. I don't think anything can surpass any of the top three. But you never but know. There's still a couple know. of months to go, aren't there? Absolutely right. Right. Good stuff. Oh, well, Alcest then. Get listening to Alcest. Oh, is that what yeah, you're Yeah, there you go, to? yeah. Okay. That's what I've... Uh, Amongst other things, for the past few weeks, Alcest, an amazing album, Spiritual Instinct. Bit different, bit of black metal, bit of kind of um, atmospheric shoegaze, as they call it. Shoegazing. Black gaze. Black gaze. Whatever it is, listen to it. It's an awesome, awesome album. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Until the next time.